0: Welcome to Speaking the Truth in Agape Love Podcast. We are your hosts, Chad Mitchell and David Finch. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm Chad Mitchell. I've got David Finch and Heath Rogers. All right. And we're here uh, for another podcast. We've been enjoying... A gospel meeting with brother heath this week and that's why we're a little delayed in our, our recording because we wanted to include brother heath with us and so we've been enjoying some good lessons uh, from god's word and we're going to share one with you and i guarantee that some of the other lessons are all going to come into this one but we're going to be talking about
1: the bible and why we believe in the bible right 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 now, and, i think a very foundational uh, study for us if we're going to claim to follow the Bible, are we sure we're following God's Word? That's right. And Amen. so, uh, boy, we've we've
0: really been enjoying uh, these lessons. And so just before we get started, we're going to, uh, if you have any questions, you can email us at truthandagapelove at gmail.com. Um, and you can find us on Facebook. You can send us a message. Uh, of course, if you're in the area, we still got three lessons coming up. That Brother he's going to bring us tomorrow, so we invite you, if you're in Blackfoot, to come to 370 North Shilling and worship with us tomorrow, starting at 10, 11, and uh, 1.30 or 2, 2 o'clock, something like that. 2.15, I think. 2.15, so uh, we'd love to have you come visit, um, so please do that if you're in the area. So with that, we'll go ahead and get started, and Heath's going to kick us off with... The thought.
1: So okay. go ahead, Brother Heath. Yes, we're in talking about the Bible. Is it really inspired by God? Uh, obviously, the Bible claims to be inspired. In the book of Second Timothy, at chapter three and verse sixteen, uh, there is the uh, passage there where the Apostle Paul is speaking to Timothy. And telling him that from childhood he has known the scriptures that are able to make him wise unto salvation. And as, a, as an evangelist, that's where he needs to be going. That's where he needs to be grounding himself in that truth. But Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, Thoroughly equipped for every good work. Well, the Bible claims to be inspired, but any book can claim to be inspired. How do we know it's inspired? I can write a book and claim that it's inspired. Where's the proof? Where's mm-hmm. the evidence that, right. that yeah. shows it's inspired?
2: Mm-hmm. And the word inspiration there is actually, the the translation is God breathed. Yes. And so that's, but like you said, just because the Bible says it is God-breathed. How do we know? Right. Yeah.
1: That's right. Very good point. That's right. And, and we do have evidence. And it's, it's not based on our feelings. You know, Mm-mm. some people, that's that's where they base yeah. their convictions. That's right. Well, I just feel that yeah. this is true. Or this is what my family has always believed. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I was taught from an early age that the Bible is God's word. But eventually we have to have our own faith. Amen. We're going to be called before judgment as individuals. Well,
0: and that's a good point because a lot of folks, um, you know, believe in their religion just because that's what their fathers or parents, that's right. you know, they don't don't even think a question in them That's right. when in fact maybe they were wrong. You know, and we've talked about that a bunch where, yeah, uh, you know, sometimes people when we bring up, let's just say, uh, music, music uh, instruments. Yeah. Yeah. It's a foreign thing to them. They've never even heard an argument against it.
1: Never even given it a thought. Never given yeah. it a thought
0: because it's yeah. what we've always done. Right? You know, That's kind right. of thing. And, you know,
2: Chad, you and I, and Heath, I'm not sure with you, but you and I were raised in the church, and it sounds like you were too, Heath. No. So, no, you weren't. No, I was raised You were in talking it. about your grandma yeah. Um, at least showing you the Bible, saying yes. this is the word of God. Yeah. But even Chad and I, and you mentioned it as well, that, there came a time in our life where we're like, you know what, yeah. I have to believe it for myself, right? Like and that. I have to, I have to dig into it and find out, you know, because, like, in my house, my mom was our rock. Where if I had any questions, she gave me book chapter verse for it, right. You know, and and what I loved about my mom was she was always more than willing to allow us to challenge her, you know, because it wasn't, it wasn't about her; it was about the Word of God, right? And so. There were times where I'm like, yeah, but where does it say that? She never got upset. She just showed me. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so for me, that was the, the natural course of things where if somebody says it, I don't care what you say. What is, why do you say it? Right. You know, in the Word of God, why does it say that? But but then eventually we had to get down to, you know, I had to believe the Bible for myself, right. you know. Because, like you said, we're all going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, I can't say, but my mama said, you know, get away with it. That's absolutely right. Uh, We don't get into heaven on the family plan. Yeah. That works with cell phones, but that (laughs) doesn't work with eternity. uh, God doesn't have any grandchildren. Yeah. He just has children. That's right. We have to have our own faith.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think we've all had that point in our life. I know I did, you know, uh, had to, uh, you know,. Decide whether I was going to be a Christian or not. Yeah, yeah, and that's basically what you ha- what you decide. That's right. And
2: and what really what really deepened my faith, uh, and we're going to be getting into this, but the prophecies throughout the Old Testament. Right. You know, and, and looking, uh, you mentioned this this evening actually Psalm twenty two sixteen. Yeah. You know, they pierced my hands and my feet, right. and that wasn't in practice. I heard something about five hundred years. You said hundreds of years later. It wasn't in practice for another hundreds of years. right. That's right. And how did this prophet know this? You know and but it just goes to show that this prophet, he wasn't speaking his own words. he wouldn't know what he was talking about. It was from God. That's God right. is the one that
1: stabled his hand to write. This message. That's right.
0: Let's go to that one.
1: Well, it's... So, David,
0: what he's talking about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's Psalm 22, and at verse 16, which is recognized as a messianic psalm. Uh, As a matter of fact, it begins, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And, of course, that is one of the seven sayings of our Lord from the cross. So, this is recognized as a messianic psalm. Verse 16, For dogs have surrounded me. The congregation of the wicked has enclosed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. Well, you know, of course, that that's crucifixion. Yeah, Jesus has the, the marks on his hands, uh, but crucifixion was not used until the Assyrians. That's now, right, as you said, about five hundred years after this psalm was written. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's no way that the psalmist, there's no way that David could have predicted that that was going to happen, but the omniscient mind of God knew how it was going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's found here in this psalm
2: that's right yeah and another thing i love about psalm 22 you know isaiah 53 and then even as you go through the gospels and looking at the crucifixion of christ it's always from the point of view of someone looking up at the cross even in isaiah 53 but in psalm 22 it's actually you're seeing it from the eyes of christ right as it talks about it they pierced my hands and my feet you know it's like it's it's from the eyes of christ looking down at the congregation of the wicked, who are surrounding him, you know, and and gnawing their teeth at him and everything, and so that's that's another beautiful aspect of Psalm 22. And it, it is, as my recollection, there's there's
1: no other place throughout Scripture where it's through the eyes of Christ. That's that's absolutely right. We can see the cross from John's point of view, yeah, uh, from from the from the crowd's point of view, but it's Psalm 22. Where we see it as the Lord experienced it, yeah,
2: mm-hmm. isn't that beautiful? Yes, yes. yeah, it's amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and just talking about those prophecies, you know, you brought up one the, uh, well, maybe you'll get into the hundred and fifty years prediction. Yes, yes. But do you want to go there?
1: Yeah, yeah we can. Yeah, let's, Yeah, we can look at that.
0: I, I think there's that's it's, we get a lot of pushback on the Bible. You mm-hmm. know, how do you know it's from God? How do you know? Uh, you know because because or, or well that's not all we need we Let's need ride. more than the Bible you know we get a lot of that right yeah and so this one this one really I loved how you presented this
1: yes you you got Isaiah chapter 44 and verse 28 and um, the the chapter and verse divisions were added. By man, long after the scriptures were completed. Uh, so this carries into chapter forty five. but Isaiah chapter forty four in verse twenty eight, who says of Cyrus, "He is my shepherd, and he shall perform all my pleasure, saying to Jerusalem, "You shall be built, and to the temple your foundation shall be laid." Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held. And he goes on to speak some more of what he is going to do. Now, this is a prophecy of the one who would allow the Jews to return from captivity to go back and to rebuild the city of Jerusalem. It was written 150 years before it ever took place. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, that it was written 80 years before they went into captivity yeah, yeah. But then then when it is time, and Daniel uh, the book of Daniel tells us that Daniel is able to see sure. from from the writings of Jeremiah that seventy years is coming to an end, it's time for the Jews to return. well, at that time, Cyrus is the leader of the world, yeah, he is the king of the the Persian Empire, and he gives the decree Ezra chapter one, the decree of Cyrus tells them to return a hundred and fifty years before Cyrus ever comes on the scene he is named by name and again this this prophecy it's not a matter of guessing and it's not a matter of post dating the books because a critic could say well you know the book of isaiah obviously this was written after after the fact or, or the the prophecies about christ found in in the book of isaiah or the other books of the old testament they were all written after the 1st century uh, they were post written the uh, dead sea scrolls proves that these books were were written and they were circulated they were used prior to the 1st century yes mm-hmm. uh, so there was no post dating the dead sea scrolls helps us to see that these books were written hundreds of years prior to their fulfillment so fulfilled prophecy is one of those pieces of evidence that well shows
0: i love how i love your example of going to a library and handling oh. a book that's 150 years old. That's right. Yeah. Right? That's right. I can't. I mean, I don't know if I've ever messed with a book that
1: old. Well, it's very I,
0: hard to actually turn the pages. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> they're very brittle. Yeah. If I have it, it's been by accident. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I love <laughs> it your example been.
0: because uh, it's it's about like if you went to the library and you read that, open that book that's 150 years old, and reading that. Uh, in 2008, Barack Obama will be president. Yeah. Will yeah. be elected president. Yeah. Or in 2016,
1: Donald Trump will be elected president. Right, right. Well, think about this. Uh, you you go back 150 years. Yeah. In 1850, that predates the Civil War. Yeah. Well, say you pick up a book that's copywritten 1850, and it says that in, in 2008, the United States will elect its first black president sure well that's amazing enough mm-hmm. given the the scenario things in 1850 <laughs> what was going on but then, then? Yeah. but then to give his name but to give his name yeah would be even more remarkable you'd think uh, this is a joke so <laughs> yeah some, right somebody <laughs> it's true somebody has has uh printed this book up and aged it and made it yeah. to look like it's this old uh, but in the bible that's exactly that's what right. we have that that makes yeah. a lot of sense yeah, to what, us. What do you mean Jews returning from captivity? Yeah. Well, not only are you going to be returned from captivity. <laughs> You're going to go man. into captivity first. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to go in. Well, and here's the man, Cyrus, is the one yeah. who's going to be leading you out.
0: And I appreciate so. you pointing this out to us because we can read through this and just miss that whole thing. Right. You know? Yeah. and And so, boy, what a prophecy that was. And it just proves, it's just one of many things that proves that this was... Inspired, that's right. and from God, that's because right. God's yeah. the only one who could predict that.
2: And maybe, maybe a, a man put the the pen to the paper, but it was God guiding his hand. That's, that's right. right. And that's something that's very important. I think you you brought that out in Second uh, Peter one. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, twenty and twenty one, I believe. Yes, that's right. Uh, that no prophecy is a private interpretation. interpretation. Uh, yes, second, second Peter chapter one, uh, verse twenty. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's yeah, so I, important. Yeah, Isaiah yeah. didn't make this up, Mm-mm. right? Yeah, God gave him that name. That's right. He gave him the name Cyrus, and he wrote that name. Well, and,
2: right. and 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 they would have no idea. Like like these prophets had no idea what they were. Why yeah. they were writing what they were writing? Yeah, exactly. Just like in Psalm 22, they they had no idea why they were writing what they were writing. It was because God told them to write it, and they're like, "Okay, <laughs> oh, I guess I'll write it down." How do you spell Cyrus? <laughs> it's, <laughs> you
0: incredible <know? laughs> that, it's incredible. It's incredible. Heath, uh, I'm I'm the kind of guy who loves practical examples. Okay, like things in this life that we go through, whether it's work, you know, jobs, raising kids, you know, driving a car. You can relate so many things to His Word, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, you brought up the fact that if we went out in Blackfoot and 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 pulled eight people and asked them to write down what,
1: uh, what, who God is. Yeah, that's right. If you stepped outside into Blackfoot, uh, you know, t- today is May sixth, twenty twenty three, or or any day in whatever town you're living in, get ten of your contemporaries, yeah. and ask them. Pull them out at random, ask them, living in the same city at the same time, who is God? Yeah, You're not going to get eight or ten identical answers. No. You're not going to be all over the board. No. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah and, 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 and then when you even start asking about other topics like politics or genders or, <laughs> what you know, all the things that, that are issues for us today, right. you're going to get a different answer even more. That's right. The and,
2: only thing more comfortable than it, talking about religion is politics,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <'Cause> <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> Nobody agrees on politics. Well, right. and,
0: I guess the thing is that's so great is when we look at God's word, it all runs together. It, that's right. It all props, it, each, each pro- prophecy props, props up what happened. That's right. You know, and, and so how could that happen
1: from man? Right. How could man put this together? That's absolutely right. You know, the three of us are talking right now. We're in agreement. But if we were to pick a topic and then go off Mm -hmm. and write about it and come back together, what are the chances we would have identical points? That's right. At every single point. Right. You know, not just,
2: like, agreeing on a couple different things, but on every single point. That's right. Like, just who is God is, is one question. But then, you know, what... What should be the plan of salvation? Or pick the topic, okay. you know. How in-depth the Bible gets. But then you also brought out how the Bible was written by about 40 different people. And it's it's about 40 because there's a few books that we don't know who wrote. Like Hebrews is one of them. Right. There's a few Psalms that we don't know who wrote them. Yeah. And so they could be ones that have already wrote or a new author. Or that's new why one. it's about 40, Yeah. you know. Right. But for 40 different people from... Uh, you mentioned Three different languages yes. Three different continents mm-hmm. By a period of about 1600 years <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> like, crazy This
2: is something There is no way That all of these 40 different authors From 40 different places 40 different times Coming together and writing
1: And being in unison That's right, That's right. Only God yeah. could do that Only God could do that And it's it's not just writing about not just writing about God and who God is but let's take the matter of the role of government mm-hmm. well Jesus addresses that Paul addresses it in great detail in, in Romans Thomas chapter 13 yeah. but you go to the old testament uh, you know the ten commandments address ensuring the rights of citizens do not steal do not kill do not covet do not bear yeah. false witness uh, that's that's having to do with society operating in a lawful way uh, these are people writing centuries apart from each other, yeah. uh, but they're in complete and total agreement. Yeah, uh, that's just the role of government. But we could we could look at anything. It's, it's yeah. Take incomplete. your take your pick of the topic.
0: Yeah, I always I always bring up the tax code. Okay, uh, you can definitely tell that that was written by a man because if you stood up the U.S. tax book. <laughs> I don't know if it would. It probably would. From the floor to the ceiling in here, right, is right. all the rules, and you actually have to pay someone who studies that thing just to keep you out of jail, right? Yeah. To, uh, I, you know, we've all had to probably take our taxes to someone who's a professional right. who knows what what's you know what you need to do, and and that come from man, right? And uh, this Bible came
1: from God, and it's simple, and we can understand it. That's right. You can. You can read it in a year. Yeah. You know, there are Bible reading plans. Yeah, have the Bible through in a year, if you're more zealous about we it. We actually have one. Yeah, we do. Yeah, you can read it in a lot shorter time if you want yep. to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, I, I like another point that you brought out. And we might be just grabbing favorite things that, oh. pick, that came out to David and I in your <laughs> lesson. So if we skip something, you bring it up, Oh, Oh, let's talk about it. But, but about I it love now. how you, you uh, brought out the point that the Bible is very short. Yeah. yeah. You know and and you mentioned yeah, and 1600 years. Yeah. If if someone wrote an I mean you you people write novels in in weeks. Right. And right. that's a whole novel, you know. And and men are windy, right? We're yes. windy. That's Sometimes right. we write way too much. We tell well, <laughs> we tell more of the story than we need to. Yeah. Chad just talk to a preacher. That we can tell you we're windy. Well, sure, <laughs> but well, I wasn't accusing anyone of anything here. But I, but would you get my point that and and that was the point that you brought out that we're only given like we would have we would have brought in way more details. Yeah, and uh, and he's turning to something. So no, no, no. I'm actually I'm counting. He's counting. Well, and and he's actually,
2: counting. that's something that I, I never really uh, I considered either. Yeah, you know that's proof that it's from God. Well, we're that only told what we need. How how in depth? But there's there's a lot of unanswered things yeah like you know like for example just talking about jonah this is one of your favorite chad right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah jonah, jonah. well or jonah and the fish, and the fish you know, yeah you, how many of us would want to know what it smelt like in the belly <laughs> of the fish
0: yeah sure you oh know? yeah if we wrote about <laughs> I mean, that we would have, have had to be way d- more to say
2: d- you know spelling it out for you how the stench was yeah, yeah sure However, what it smelled like, you know, I don't even like eating fish, let alone can't imagine what
1: fish eat and then smelling that. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. And, you know, there's one detail about Jonah, you know. Here's something else about the book of Jonah. It is a book that is an account of God rebuking his prophet in bringing mercy to Gentiles, yeah. Yeah. what Jew would have included that in their scriptures? True, because
0: yeah. we get to see the bad side of them, and if if, if if a man was writing about the story, he would have left that out. Yeah,
1: there would have been no mercy shown to them. Oh, no, none, that's none, right. Whatsoever. Yeah. So, so Jonah's inclusion mm-hmm. in the Old Testament is proof that it's it's inspired. No, yeah. no Jew would have included that in he their He probably scriptures. would
0: have left out the whole fish part. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> now, that's embarrassing. That's right. Because you were you were not doing what God wanted you to do. That's right. So why would you include that? Man, that's a great point. I, I really appreciate you bringing that out because there's so many things. You know, King David, you mentioned, yeah. uh, you know, about him with Bathsheba. Yeah. There's no way that they would have wrote that down, because that was something that they would have been wanting to cover up. Yeah. You know, we've had politicians in America yeah. where they've covered things up. Right, right. And and they, they you're not allowed to talk about it, but it's brought out in full view yeah. to us in they, the Bible.
2: And, and before we, we move forward, because there's a lot more in that, what you're talking about, but you were talking about how God rebuked Jonah, but... Jonah 4, verse 2 has always stuck out to me. He says, so he, he prayed to the Lord. Now, this is after he's, he's gone to uh, Nineveh. And it says, so he prayed to the Lord and said, Ah, Lord, was not this what I said when I was still in my country? Therefore, I fled previously to Tarsus. For I know that you are a gracious and merciful God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, one who relents from doing harm. Therefore now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. You know, when he was in Tarsus, for whatever reason, he did not want God to be merciful to Nineveh. That's right. Like, he didn't want to go because he didn't want God to forgive him. That's right. (laughs) Like,
0: what was was his problem? (laughs) Well, and and he had a preconceived idea of the people there right yeah. and, and he had That's a right. maybe a grudge
1: and and also you know uh, Nineveh the capital of Assyria they are the world Empire at that time they are a threat to mm-hmm. Israel and of course ultimately mm. they're the ones that take the northern tribes mm-hmm. away uh, Jonah I believe would have stood in the place of any self-respecting Israelite we don't want mercy shown to them yeah, right? yeah. we want them to be destroyed yeah Yeah. Uh, but no, God's going to show mercy to yeah. the yep. Gentiles. Sure. No Jew would have included that in, yeah. their, in their scriptures. And, wow.
2: and God will show mercy whom he show mercy and harden whom he will harden. Yes,
1: that's right. He
2: That's up to God. You know, our job is just to do what we're told. That's right. That's
0: right. Go. Man, <laughs> As and we I, have
2: the command to go.
0: I just love that point that we're, that we're bringing out here um, that, you know, the scripture was given unbiased. Yeah to yeah, us. Right. It, it was not biased at all yeah there, there are no
1: cover-ups there
0: are no cover-ups yep. and it was given to us clearly where we could see the good and the bad and you and you're exactly right no jew would have wanted this wrote down for them and i brought up at lunch uh we were talking do, do you think uh peter loves being remembered for the one who denied christ no you know yeah no but
1: it was <laughs> it's what happened and we learn from it. Or the one who was rebuked by Peter that's or by right. Paul to his face in Galatians yeah, two. Yeah. That's and right. Peter Peter, yeah. there there were a lot of things about Peter that yeah. if, that if the New Testament is a product of those who were promoting Peter, it yeah. wouldn't have been included. And and yeah. you brought
0: up doubting Thomas too. Do you think yeah. doubting Thomas loves that nickname? <laughs> <Yeah>. Doubting Thomas. <laughs> right. But but the thing uh, is, it was given to us pure, without bias, for our learning. That's right. It's unadulterated. It. Yeah, all of it. And, and, and if, it, if man wrote it down, there would definitely be some of these things excluded because they're embarrassing. That's right. But what I, what I
2: love about Peter and Thomas and the great men of faith of old, even, you know, Noah, Abraham, they all had problems, you know. And, but this is actually what I love about it because I know I have problems. I know I'm not the only one. And so I have hope of still pleasing God. Yep. You know, even Peter, he was the, the great apostle Peter, and yet he failed yep. more than once, you know. But what he did after he failed is the crucial bit.
1: That's right.
2: You know, and then even in, um, you know, you were talking about how he denied Christ, he went out and wept bitterly. Yeah. He right. repented. Mm-hmm. And then when he was rebuked by by Paul in Galatians 2, when you read about how in Second uh, Peter, How he talks about Paul, he talks with love for the man. That's right. And so he didn't hold
0: it against Paul. He loved him for it. And it shows the human side. We're not perfect. Amen. You know, humans are not perfect. And so, you know, uh, we can relate. You know? Yeah. You were turning to something. You were going to read something. Heath.
1: Well, I was, uh, we were talking about the brevity of the Bible. Okay. Yeah, let's get back to that. Well, no, I was wanting to, to make a point that I, I intended to make uh, in the lesson. In my Bible, the, the life of Christ is covered, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, on 110 pages. Okay. And yeah. then how many books have been written about the life of Christ that go on in volumes?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. If
1: man was writing it. Yeah. it would have it would have gone on oh, yeah. on and on and on yeah I've, I've got a book uh, in my library on the life of Christ that really can be used to prop a door open sure it's huge sure but what God gave us can it's, be can be read very quickly and it's
0: all we need and and it, and it's a repeat you've got three accounts yeah. or f- sorry four accounts in the gospels right and, yeah. and they're all from a just a bit different perspective, which is yeah. nice because, you know, we've brought this up all. We bring this up all the time because we're getting a different look. You know, if if there's an accident in an intersection, yeah, and there were four people who seen it in different angles, those investigators want to talk to them all. That's and get right. a statement, right. and each one's going to have a different perspective on what happened. That's right. You know, whether the light was green or red, someone's going to see that, but the other one may not see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's exactly what we get in the Gospels—an account from four different point of views of people who were there. That's right.
2: And it's a it's a complete account,
0: yeah, of the life of Christ and the death of Christ.
2: And then going back to what you were talking about, Heath, in in John twenty-one verse twenty-five says and there are also many other things that Jesus did mm-hmm. which if they were wit- written one by one i suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that would be written that's right that's what man would do and that's actually what man has done <laughs>
1: that's exactly right
2: you know i also have you mentioned something um i have the the gospels account um and of course it's, it's a commentary and I can't remember who wrote it but it is a thick book yeah. and it's dense like you know I would not be able to just sit down and read it right I'd fall asleep not because it, it's bad or anything like that but just it's so dense right where as the Bible is written you get the full account but it, it takes out all the fluff mm-hmm. and that's something that man can't do right. man can't Take out the fluff.
1: Yeah, you know, well,
2: it, it, like it, if I was, and, and we've talked about this. Imagine being at the feet of Christ, being one of the one of His disciples, following Him around. Yeah, man, I would write so much. Yeah, because this is awesome. Well, and, and <laughs> I get to be at the feet of Christ, but it's written in a way that we can read it, understand it, but it takes out that fluff.
0: Yeah, and 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 one point that you brought out that that uh Is good for us to understand. We go from twelve-year-old Christ, or Jesus, yeah. and jump all the way to thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Now think of of how much time, how how many different things happen to us because we're all over thirty. Yeah. Heat's good at math. How many years? Yeah. <laughs> <is that? laughs> uh, eighteen. Yeah, eighteen years. You are good. Okay. So so think about all the things that happened to us in between twelve and thirty. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, there's major life changes, mm-hmm. you know, in the, and and lessons learned
1: right. between yeah. 12 and 30 yeah. and we don't have any account of that. We don't. Now, yeah. there are the uh, uh, apocryphal books mm-hmm. and there are those so-called pseudo-testaments mm-hmm. that want to fill in those gaps. Mm-hmm but those are those are non-inspired books. They've never been recognized. The so-called missing books of the New Testament. Yeah. They've never been recognized. Mm-hmm. Right. And it wasn't because some council voted and yeah. decided not to include them. They don't bear the marks of inspiration. They're yeah. not legitimate mm. uh, legitimate biblical books. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. Know,
2: and and the only thing that we need to know about between 12 and 30 is written in Hebrews 4. Um 14 through 16, Seeing then that we have a high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Right there, all we need to know is that he was sinless. Right. So between 12 and 30 and what happened before 12? He was sinless. That's right. He never sinned. That's all we need to know. Yeah. And so the Bible tells us what we need to know yeah. in order for us to have the faith in God, but also to get to heaven. That's right. yeah. 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 And that's all we need to know. He, he was sinless. He didn't go out and, like what I did in my teenage years, you know, I'm thankful for God for that because <laughs> he would not be the Messiah that we needed him that's to right. be. That's you right. know, he was sinless. No one else was. Yeah. yeah. And that's about the age when everyone really experiments in that sin right right in the college years the high school years yeah that's when everyone goes off the rails well god didn't christ didn't
0: yeah yeah it's 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 a great thing to um understand i just love how uh just pointing out some of those things as far as it's a short book you know a lot of us look at the bible and go what you read the whole bible man you know yeah. but it's really not that long of a book considering it took 1600 years That's to, right. to cover- write. That's right.
1: You're covering 1600 years of history It's a lot and you can read it easily in a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. 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 What's another point we need, should bring up? Well, we could talk about the uh, scientific foreknowledge. I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. I was just looking at that. I was like yeah. I kind of want to go here. Yeah. Yeah, let's go there. The the, the Bible is not a science book. But it does contain records of – it contains statements that we see today are, are declarations of scientific fact yeah. and scientific discovery. Right. And there, there are numerous uh, instances of this. Uh, in the book of Leviticus, uh, chapter 17 and verse 11, we learn there that life is in the blood. Uh, this is the prohibition against e- eating blood. Uh, And there's a reason for that. Uh, Leviticus chapter 17 and verse 11, for the life of the flesh is in the blood. Well, it wasn't for thousands of years. About 3,000 years later, the scientists discovered that our blood cells carry oxygen and carry nutrients throughout our body. You cut that off, life leaves Mm -hmm. the body. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how did Moses know that? Yeah. Well, and I, and I know that there was
2: a lot of, um, and of course, once you die, bacteria start setting in and all that. A lot of doctors were killing women giving birth and the C section and all that back in the early 1800s yeah. because they would go straight from a dead body and kind of just rinse their hands off and go right into. To dealing with a woman giving birth and and cutting her open, dealing with her and everything. It was actually a doctor who was almost, um, and this has been a long time since I looked at this, so don't quote me on it, but this doctor was almost um, lost his license, almost lost his license and was like, almost kicked out of the practice because he wanted people to wash their hands. Yeah. And they're like, you're crazy. (laughs) That's right. And so, if they had just listened to God from the beginning... Right. How many lives would have been saved, you that's know? Right, that's right. <laughs> and
1: that's
2: so. That's a really good point, you know. Yeah. Life is in the blood. Yeah. And then when they finally discovered, it, it's like you didn't discover anything.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you just
2: finally and, listened to God.
0: And yeah. God knew because remember when um um Cain and Abel,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he yeah. said your I, your brother's blood is spilled. He yeah. knew it. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah.
1: Cries out to he me. Cries out it to, cries out to he me. Cries me. out
0: to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And, yeah. Uh,
1: so that, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it knew. is. It is. That was innocent blood that had been shed. Yep. yep. And it yeah. cries out. It, it has to be avenged. A yeah. Punishment has to come yeah. for that. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. We've, we've got scientific facts that, you know, today we take for granted, like the. The earth is not flat. Oh, yeah. It's round. But for centuries, it was believed that the earth was flat. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 22, speaks of the circle of the earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, The number of stars. For centuries, it was believed there was just about a thousand stars, because that's all that can be counted with Mm -hmm. the naked eye. Uh, Improvements in our technology show us that the universe is enormous, mm-hmm. yeah. and the number of stars is without number, which is exactly what Jeremiah 33 says, Yeah, uh, that the host of heaven cannot be numbered.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and, you know, we live in what is called the Milky Way Galaxy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And scientists say that if you travel from one side of the Milky Way Galaxy to the other, traveling at the speed of light, it will take you 10,000 years to get from one side to the other, traveling at the speed of light, right. that is one galaxy. Yeah, and they say there's billions of galaxies, and so many stars. Yes, throughout it, you know, and yeah, of course it's you know, it's numberless. Yeah. one yeah. thing
0: that makes me think as we talk about this is, you know, you mentioned technology. We've gained technology. Well, who gave us that technology? God did. Yeah, He yeah. allowed man to be smart enough. To put something together like a telescope, yeah, and sure. then determine even more how gr- great and awesome the g- God is. That's right. With the technology, even like medically, yeah. look at all the things we can do medically today that we've learned. But yet we were told in God's Word, right, that this was the case. But with the technology that He blessed us
1: with, we we're able to see it even more. We can yeah. see it more. Yeah, technology doesn't disprove anything no. in the Bible. No. thing it it. it, proves it. more it yeah it, proves it. it yeah
2: and and what's I I oftentimes think about from God's point of view how like you said for centuries we only thought there was a couple thousand stars or something like that because that's yeah. all we can count you know God's sitting up there just just saying just wait just wait, <laughs> <laughs> wait till you figure out the technology to look into my creation right like
0: right. <laughs> just, oh, sure.
2: You know, just sitting up there, he's like, yeah, just wait. Well, and I'm sure he's still sitting up there saying, yeah, just wait. Just wait. Well, <laughs> if, if Lord willing, he blesses us with that time. But, yeah.
0: yeah. Another incredible thing, too, is for years, and even still they use it a little bit today, you can navigate a ship through the waters, the ocean, mm-hmm. by the stars.
1: Right. And right. I can't remember mm. if there's a verse that talks about that. But... I can't either, but but uh, I do remember in the book of Acts in chapter twenty seven there was the storm. Oh yeah, and for many nights they couldn't find the stars. Oh, so that's they were, right. They were lost yeah, that's right. So they
0: they did use the stars, yeah.
1: you know, to yeah. to navigate. Yeah, and um, well, the the
2: North Star is the only star that doesn't move. Yeah, like as as this as this Earth moves, all the stars move except right. the North Star. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So you can tell where you're going. That's right. I was thinking this morning when you brought out um, where we'll get to that point of the currents. But uh, I was thinking it'd be kind of neat to learn how to navigate by the stars. Right. You know, that's a kind of in a sense maybe a lost art i don't know because we have gps and all this now we get lazy we get lazy <laughs> and if our phones if our phones uh die some of us ain't going to be able to make it home Yeah, but anyways it's just a, it's just incredible it's just a testament to god's
1: power that's right yep absolutely right. so what's the next one heath well, in, in looking at the scientific foreknowledge, I am amazed at the sanitation laws in the Book of Leviticus. Okay, mm-hmm. it's not pleasant to talk about these things, mm-hmm. but uh, you know you don't eat animals that have been that yep. have died of natural causes. The, mm-hmm. the carcass is full of disease. Yeah, uh, the scavenger animals like pigs, yeah, uh, catfish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got to cook it pretty well, or you mm-hmm. could get sick eating it. Yep. God protected His people. Mm-hmm. Um. How we take care of human waste. Uh, I, I was watching uh, a series on ancient Rome, and, and uh, an interesting fact was brought up. Not so sure if you would want to visit ancient Rome. Yeah. Because the streets were lined with human waste and dead bodies, and they just mm. let it lay there. That's amazing. Of, of course, that's what contributed to the Black Plague mm-hmm. that killed yeah. millions of people in, in, the, in the Dark Ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, but God, all along, you bury your waste. Yep. And that's, God knew. Yeah. God knew all along. And, you know, uh, where does he say that? Bury,
0: what, like, was it the Egyptians that he told to bury waste?
1: No, it, it, was, the it was the Israelites. In, the in the book Leviticus. Of, in the book of Leviticus. Okay. They were to carry wooden paddles with okay. them to dig, dig oh, their latrines okay. with. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bury it. Yep.
2: And uh, you've been traveling a lot around Blackfoot yes. area, right? You've been Taken around and everything. I'm sure you've seen a lot of deer, Mm -hmm. dead deer on the side of the road. Right, right. It was just a harsh winter for the deer, apparently, this last winter. But I cannot imagine someone actually going out there and trying to eat one of them. Right, right.
1: (laughs) You're going to get sick and die. Yeah, (laughs) right. Well, we have the same thing in Ohio, maybe not as many. Oh, okay. Uh, But, yeah, there's there's plenty of roadkill in Ohio, and it stays there. It does. Mm -hmm. It stays there. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you... it's not
2: good meat. No, you cannot eat it. No, you know. And God talks about this all the way back in Leviticus. Yeah, and that's the. Right.
0: I guess that's the point too. Is God gave him direction, gave us direction, right? Yeah, on what to do. And these, these are simple things, everyday things that we deal with. That's right. And um and He told us exactly how to deal it, deal with it. And then, the Black Plague thing, you know, we see what happens when you don't do yeah. do it the way God mm-hmm. told yeah. you to. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah um. Rotating crops or, yeah. or, or allowing the land to rest yep. uh, so that the land is not robbed of its nutrients. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got deserts today where at one time there was fertile land. That's right. And the reason is because people ignored the Bible mm-hmm. and they just kept planting and planting until the nutrients were gone out mm-hmm. of the soil. Now people are living in nations where they can't grow crops and where the people starve. If they would have followed God's word, Get, and every seven years, yeah, take yeah. a rest and right. not plant it.
0: That's right. Yeah, yeah, it's an, it's amazing that you know around here they uh, one of the big things that they do is they rotate cop, crops from potatoes to wheat. Mm-hmm. You know, back and forth. Right. So one year it's got potatoes, one year it's got wheat, and it replenishes the the earth. But but God told us right long ago that that's. That's right. Something that would need to happen. Yeah. It's almost like God knew how to take
2: care of his <laughs> creation. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. That's right.
2: <laughs> Another one I, I really appreciated you bringing out was Psalm eight eight. Yes. yes. Where, Which one is that one? Uh, the Paths Through the Sea. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you give us the, so, the so point there? I'll read it, and then sure. Heath, I'll let you take over. Yeah. The birds of the air, the fish of the sea, that pass
1: through the paths of the sea. Mm-hmm. Yes, Matthew Mari is credited as the father of oceanography. Yeah, he lived in the 1800s. Uh, we did a little bit of research. Yeah, we did uh, at, at lunch. At, at was, lunchtime, we were in, yeah, it was it was before the it was before the Civil War. It would have been in the 1850s. Uh, he became ill, and he had to recuperate. While he was recuperating, among other books that were being read, uh, his children were reading the scriptures to him, and Psalm 8 was read, and verse 8 was read, and and he said, stop. Go back and read that again. The paths of the sea. If the Bible says they're there, they're there. I'm going to find them. Mm -hmm. And he found and charted, Ocean currents, yeah, and what he discovered is still used, still recognized today uh, as as the ocean currents, the paths of the sea. They've yeah. always been there. Uh, Psalm eight, yeah. ha- has talked, and about and it's
0: my that. understanding. You know, I'm not an oceanographer; I don't know much about the ocean, but the it, if they if the ship can get in those currents, it almost pulls them. Right. The way they need to go, and back then they used, they didn't have diesel motors. Right. You right. know they had sails. Right. And the sail would aid them a little bit, but if you could get in one of those currents, it would it'll take you along. It'll take you where you need yeah. to go, and they and they go all the way across the ocean. That's right.
2: That's yeah. Right. Um. I don't know if you guys ever watched this show, Heath. Your kids are all grown
1: up. Chatt- well, You're finding Nemo. Did. Finding Nemo. I knew was <laughs> going to bring it up. Yeah. I thought about it as well. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. They they get in those currents and they just. Fly straight through it, you know. That's
0: right. That's right. And I, but, I, yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, Finding Nemo may exaggerate the current a little bit, but it's but not much, Because right. it does. It's a current that that flows, mm-hmm. and if and if you're going against it, you'll know it. Yeah, that's right. You know. That's
2: right. Um, yeah. So my my dad said something to me. He said, you know, if if I could could have listened to the the lessons that my dad learned, and I took them, and then Added to them, and then I gave them to my kids how much better, you know, his kids would be. And and if we continue to do this, right? Mm -hmm. It's almost the same thing with the Bible. If we just listen to God from the beginning, how much better off would we have been,
0: you know, instead of having to learn it the hard way? That's right.
2: And and, you know, the (laughs) uh, doctors, how in depth the body is created. Mm -hmm. We are still learning things about the human body after so many years of. Studying it and you know Guys, getting into
0: it. I went to ISU. Just speaking of the body, uh, we went to ISU the other day, the Idaho State University, and they show, we we toured the uh, health department. They have a human body uh, in a 3D. Uh, it's like a big table that's a screen. Okay. And you and so instead of having to deal with a actual a cadaver, cadaver. This is a cadaver, but it's real pictures. It's virtual. And, yeah, and virtual. And you can just pick it apart and find all the vessels, wow. I mean, muscles. I mean, you name it. You want to see what it looks like? You can dig right through it with this computerized. Wow. And when you look at the body and how it's structured, its I don't know, it's kind of freaky to look at. But, I mean, it's, am- it's amazing that, yeah. that uh, the, how the human body is put together. But well, just the the brain itself. Like, oh yeah, and it looks like mush, you know. But <laughs> but they it it's it's so interesting because we only see the surface. Yeah, you know. But um, to be able to see how the body is made up and that is, it's it's amazing and certainly God's handiwork. Amen.
1: What's the next one, Heath? Well, the the other one that I had in in the lesson was the accuracy of the Bible regarding the history Uh, and the geography.
2: Okay. I like that, actually. Yeah,
1: Yeah, there are hundreds of incidents in the Bible uh, that are recorded, and where they can be checked against historical, secular historical documents, the Bible is proven to be true Mm -hmm. every time. Uh, Archaeology has always been a friend of the Bible. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the discoveries that are made. Even if they don't want to be. Yeah, even if they don't want to be. Somebody told me the other day,
0: or I heard just recently, that they found um, Pontius Pilate's,
1: something of Pontius Pilate's. Well, that's, I believe that's, uh well, there there has been a a tablet with his name on it mm-hmm. uh that's that's been discovered for some time now okay uh but yes i mean there's there's evidence that pontius pilate was a governor in judea
0: yeah yeah, yeah. so just those kinds of things just yeah. and you yeah, i know uh, something that you brought up uh geography continues to stand up the bible right. you know in in uh archaeology right right And things like that. And there's other religions that that doesn't happen. There's no archaeological
1: evidence at all. Not one. That's right. My understanding is that for the the places that are mentioned in the Book of Mormon, none of them have been found. Mm -hmm. None of them have been discovered. And people have tried. Mm -hmm. I believe the the Mormon church has tried Mm -hmm. to find evidence of these places. And they've not been found. Mm-hmm. Not one. Not one. Yeah. Not one has been found. And
2: then when you look at Acts, I, I really appreciate how you brought this out. Acts mentions 32 countries, 54 cities, nine islands, and 95 individuals. Yes. That have all been historically proven yeah. to be. Yeah. That is, that in and of itself is proof that God wrote it.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Um,. The uh, the the circumstances during that time, uh, the, the civic unrest, everything was in a state of flux. Uh, so you can go through and what 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 might have been true about one area at one time a couple years later would be different. But when you chart the the time that Paul is actually going through there, Luke gets it right every yeah. time. Uh, Acts chapter twenty seven. There have been those who study and know very well about ancient. Sea travel, everything that is mentioned in Acts chapter twenty-seven about Paul's voyage oh, and yeah. the shipwreck, mm-hmm. it's right down to the letter of the way things actually would have happened. Yeah, yep. So he he was there, uh, Luke was there. He he was writing from experience. It's not a made-up story. I yeah.
0: recently did a lesson on on Paul's uh, journey. No, it's probably been a year ago but, by now. But um, if you go look on. Uh, Google Maps of the island where they crash landed. Yes, Malta. Malta. Yep. You mm-hmm. can. There's actually a St. Peter's uh, Cove. St. <laughs> <That's> Peter's <laughs> Cove. Wouldn't it be cool to go there? You know, <laughs> yep. And just see it because, but that, but that's the thing that all that stuff is there. Yep. You that's know, right. and I'll bet you could pick out the sandbar that they crashed on. Yeah. That's right. You know, and it's all there. It all happened. It's right. it's very clear. Yeah. How they how they brought that out? I think the. Um, that ship, the the his journey of of going to Rome is very essential. Well, and you know
2: what? Trying to tie that back into the brevity Mm -hmm. or the shortness of the Bible. Yeah, just that story alone. How much, you know, Luke being an inspired writer. He, if he was not an inspired writer, how much of just that story would he have written down? Right, because you know. just makes me think of it. There's a lot there. Yeah. And th- there's a lot that, you know, it mentions being out 14 days without eating and without, but it doesn't talk about how freaked out they were the whole 14
0: days. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, right. they oh, were going
2: through the storm the entire time. <laughs> if we were writing it, we'd
0: have tons of details in there. Oh, man. Yeah. Day 47. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, another great point or one thing that I think is interesting is um <clears throat> I Googled and found where someone had laid a map of the Mediterranean Sea over the United States. Mm. And they basically traveled from South Carolina all the way up to North Dakota Wow! to get to Rome. Yeah. yeah. It's incredible how far they went. Yeah. And when you think about driving across this country, Dave, you know a little bit about that. Yeah, just got back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David yeah. just drove to New York. Yeah. And uh, so... uh it's a long way. It was a long journey, a long time, a long period of time.
2: Well, and I got to drive, you know, the speed limit, you know, oh, 70, to yeah, 80. And yeah, yeah.
0: I can't uh,
1: imagine by, you know, cart yeah. <laughs> or, Well, or walking. walking. Well, and yeah. they
0: were on a ship, you know. and Yeah. Uh, anyway.
1: Well, I'm, I'm going to mention it in a sermon tomorrow afternoon that it's estimated that Paul traveled in his journeys. He traveled uh, over 10,000 miles. By okay. foot on foot,
2: man. That, doesn't, that, that
1: doesn't include se- the the times he was riding in a ship. Yeah, uh, and so that was his missionary journeys, right? His journey. <laughs> is that are talking about? Yeah. yeah, isn't that it's something? His journeys, and, man. And um, you know, again, as Luke is giving a record of that, everywhere he went, the people who were ruling in those cities when he was there, what the rulers were called—were they proconsuls? Were they governors? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets it right every time.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a neat. That's neat yeah. to think about.
2: Yeah, just that—that that historical proof that the Bible is inspired word. Right. You know, and and to tie everything back, there was. Uh, I was going to bring up something, but I think I, well, kind just of passed it a little. Just bit. to
0: just to bring forty three people together in a period time of sixteen hundred years, and have them all agree with each other. Yeah. 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 You know,
2: and. Uh, then, this is what I was going to talk about. We'll go, go ahead. ahead and go finish. ahead. No, okay. I was just trying to help you remember, <laughs> Sorry, Dave. I, did, I didn't even mean to cut you off, but uh, I had to say something or else I would have forgotten again. Go ahead. But talking about the flood.
0: Okay.
2: You know, there's fish fossils on top of mountaintops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The flood is the only way to explain how that happened. That's right. Yeah. You know, and so even even that alone, like for me, this a uh, simpleton. You know, I'm not a historical. You know, archaeological finder or anything, but that alone. And isn't there uh, fish fossils on top of one of the mountains up there, yes. Chad?
0: Yeah, and we gotta go there this summer. I gotta take it. Yeah, too. you really do gotta so take I seen, them, I seen them when I was about 8 or 9 years old. Wow. And I haven't been back since, but I know where they're at. Man. So, we gotta go see them. But there, it's, it's a Howley Mountain, is what it's called, here in uh, um, it's it's up by where Vern and Darlene live up around um, How. Oh, okay. Area you know. in, in the middle of nowhere.
1: Yeah. That'd be a, that'd be a great thing to put on Facebook. Yes, when that's you right. Take those pictures yes. Okay, I'll do that. I'll, do that. Yes. I'll do yeah. that. I'll do
0: that. Yeah, we got to go see that because it, it's just incredible. And, of course, can we go to the mountains or go in and, and enjoy God's creation without seeing God? I mean, yeah. he's everywhere. That's the true. power. That's right. You know, one thing that you brought up about uh, uh Joshua. Uh, how come Joshua, you know, stated, "As for me and my house, he will serve the Lord." Right, right. Well, he was there. He's seen it. Yeah. He's seen the power. And, and we talked about uh, he he heard the thunder and lightning on Mount Sinai. Right. Any of us that have been outside in the thunder and lightning, m- the hair stands up on the back of my neck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's probably one of the most intimidating things yeah. we can be under. Right. Is lightning. Right. And it was God yeah. on Mount Sinai. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I mean, then, I can't even imagine the power that they seen. Right. And another one that would be
2: incredible is walking through the ocean, the edges of the ocean. You oh, know, yeah. right there. Yeah. Not glass holding you back like we would find today. You the know, red sea. And, yeah. And walking on dry ground. Right. That's right. And then you something you mentioned um, that I never even really thought about, but. The crashing of the waves coming back over the Egyptians. Yeah. yeah. That must have been an amazing sound. just
1: an enormous sound. <clears throat> you know, oh. And the spray that would have come from yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that would have wafted over on, on the Israelites. Yeah. Lands. And then yeah, the you next know, thing have you don't
0: think oh, about man. is the dead bodies on the shore. Yeah. 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 The, the the army was destroyed. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You know, we don't realize how powerful
2: the water, flowing water is. Until we're, like, in it. Like, oh, yeah. I'm sure, Chad, you're you're a fisherman. I'm sure you've waded through the rivers, you know. And if it gets too high, it's oh. going to sweep you off your feet. And yeah. that's, like, not even, you know, uh, waist high. Well, you know, at knee high, it starts to... The fast-flowing current, really.
0: Yeah. That's right.
2: <laughs> go, That's right. Don't go too much deeper. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was watching a documentary. I, li- I like World War II stuff. And uh, on YouTube, you can watch it, a bunch of documentaries for free. And uh, uh, they to, to defeat the Germans in World War II, it was right at the end of the war, but there was factories running on the power of hy- hydro dams. So they knew they had to blow those dams up, but they had to blow the whole dam up. They only had to blow. They only had to get it leaking, get it, get it running in one spot. Yeah. And once it starts doing that, it destroys the whole dam. And destroys itself. One, right. one breach, it destroys itself. All you got to do is get the one breach, one bad point, and then it just takes out the rest. The water flowing. Just tears the rest of it out. Yeah. Because yeah. there was acres and acres and acres of water behind those dams. Right. And they, it was, you know, without taking too much time, they had to be very crafty on how they did that. Yeah. Because they had defenses up, you know, right. for the dams. Right. They couldn't just shoot a torpedo in the water because they had nets up and things like that. So they had to be very crafty, and they ended up skipping the bomb across the water on top oh, really? of the water. And all they had to do was blow one spot, and then it just took out the whole dam. And so mm-hmm. just you know talking about that power of water and and we've we've probably all seen videos of dams collapsing. Yeah, all right. it takes is one little spot and then the whole thing goes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it didn't take millions of years for the Grand Canyon to be. <laughs> no it didn't. No, it
0: didn't. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, and oh man, yeah. And uh anyways, being able even just having the technology to build a dam for hydropower, God gave us that. That's that gift. That's right. Yeah
1: that knowledge to build those things yeah. and and gain from it that's right you know we we look at this world the heavens declare the glory of god and and we you said can we look at nature and not see yeah. the, the, the power of god what i want us to appreciate and want the those who are listening to appreciate is there's there's similar wonders in the word of god as you as you read the word mm, of god meditate yeah. upon it go back over it you see the wisdom of God on every page. Oh, sure, yes, and, and that's that's that is also evidence that it's inspired by God. Yeah, that not only do, do we have a a wonderful creation uh, around us, but we have a wonderful revelation given mm. to us in the Word of God. It's not a book of nonsense. Yeah. No, you no, know, it's it's it makes good sense. It does, and yeah. and
0: you know, just kind of um, morals alone. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's just pick that out for a minute. Yeah. When we follow what he the the uh, instruction he gives us on our good morals, you know, whether it's family structure, the church structures, right. similar, right. and things like that. If you follow it, all is well. Right, that's right. If you don't, we all know people who who get away from that family structure. And it's a mess. It's like the Jerry Springer show you brought uh, up. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, you, yeah. we can see how crazy it gets right. when we get away from God just in our morals. That's right. That's and right. Well, look at the
2: country now.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, and not to get into all that, but,
2: man, it the world is turned upside down right now in this country because yeah. we've pushed God out of our schools. We've pushed God out of, yeah. out of, out of everything. Yeah.
1: Well, this is what happens when God's not around is... Yeah. That's right. And like you said, just like the water destroying a a dam, it doesn't take very long. You don't get but just a few pages into the Bible, and God's ready to destroy it all. Yeah,
0: That's a good point. Very good point. Mm
1: -hmm. That's right. And, you know, as we've
2: been talking, I think this is a really good verse to bring out. We've talked a lot about his creation and how incredible his creation is you know Job 26 14 heath me and you talked about this earlier it says these or indeed these are the mere edges of his ways mm-hmm. and how small a whisper we hear of him but the thunder of his power who can understand oh mm-hmm. yes you know just Everything we've been talking about are just the mere edges, yeah. just like glimpses of his power, mm-hmm. and we can't even understand them. That's right. You know, and and how blessed we are that with his great wisdom and power and and everything, His he made it simple enough to where we can understand it, and that's what we see in his word. That's right. You know, his wisdom is made known to us. Mm-hmm. We can't understand it, and, and, but that's why it takes studying his word. Yeah. You know? To understand his wisdom. And and that's why, he, th- I'm sure you'll agree with me, I know nothing in, in the Bible. And, and I, I study it all the time. Right. But there's so much more I need to learn. Oh, yeah. You know? And it doesn't matter if you've been preaching for 35 years. Yeah. You know, I, I've heard of a preacher who was preaching for 35 years, and he was in the middle of a lesson, and he just stopped. Like, he read a verse, and then he stopped. He wrote something down, and then he's like, "Sorry, I just learned something." And then he went on with his story <laughs> or his his lesson. But you don't ever stop learning. No, no you never. The more do. you study His Word, the more you you understand His wisdom, or yeah. you know, the more you understand it. Right. But that's what's beautiful about it. It is. It doesn't matter how much you study.
1: It, there's so much more you can still learn. That's that's right. When I was a a young preacher, I'd only been preaching uh, about about three years at the most. And I was at a preacher study in Kansas City, Missouri. And uh, I was befriended by an an older preacher named Norman Fultz. Mm-hmm. He was probably in his 60s at the time. And I told him, as a young 25, 26 year old, I said, You know, Brother Fultz, every time I read the Bible, I'm amazed at how much I don't know and how much I have let, yet to learn. And he put his hand on my shoulder and he said, I feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought, "There's no hope for me.
0: <laughs> no
1: hope for me at all." Yeah. But, uh, but well, yeah, it's it's the book that that keep God keeps giving to us. And and another great illustration mm-hmm. uh, is it, reading the Bible is like plowing a field. Every time you go over it again, you're going to dig a little bit deeper. Oh yeah, and you're going to Amen. you're going to turn over something that you didn't notice before. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn it again. So don't tell me I've read the Bible through; I don't need to read it again. Yeah, you go back and read it again and again mm-hmm. and again, yep. and let God continue to show you yeah. the edges of His ways. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and I've learned just in the studies we've had in the last few days things that make it. Make more sense, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So we're out of time. Is there any last thoughts that we need to that that would be good to close on?
1: No, I think the mere edges of his ways is about covers. <laughs> that's right. I appreciate I appreciate what you two do with yeah. this podcast, and I appreciate the stand that you have for for God's word here in this area. And you two men, keep it up. Okay, well, thank you. give well, God the glory on
0: that one. Yeah, that's right. We appreciate that, and uh, we enjoy it. It's it's always. It's never a bad time to sit down and study God's Word,
2: Yeah. and really.
1: uh, you all get to hear the recording of it. So.
2: <laughs> and Heath, we greatly appreciate
1: yes. you being here. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank we you for you, coming. Brother. I love yeah. you guys, too. Thank you for the invitation.
0: Okay. All right. All right, well, that's it for this podcast, and so we'll be looking forward to another study next time. Thanks, See everyone. See you guys.